Thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today's episode is part of a special series titled Clint's Chronicles with Clint Cadio, a 17-year-old high school student in Red Deer, Alberta. Clint is a teenage innovator and serial entrepreneur that, at the ripe old age of 17, is on his way to start his fourth venture and is currently pursuing his first ever tech startup. Along with having a passion for business and technology, Clint also works with organizations like the Knowledge Society, Moonshot Pirates Global, and Junior Achievement Worldwide to encourage youth like himself, possibly hashtag Gen ZZs, to embrace innovation and entrepreneurship. I hope you enjoy the Clint's Chronicle series and invite you to leave a review. This will allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast including all episodes in the Clint's Chronicle series with Clint Cadio. Finally, I also invite you to subscribe to the Calgary Business Podcast from whatever app that you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and even Amazon Music. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great day. Sounds good. Good afternoon and welcome to episode three of Clint's Chronicles. I am your host, Alan Wozni, and on a sunny 1st of October, I'm joined in the podcast room uh, by Clint Cadio and Clint with his, your colleague uh, or your, I guess your classmate. He's my my friend, partner, co-founder. And just dude, good dude, Pierre Khalil. Both of you guys, wait, you're both, uh, you're in separate houses, but you're in Red Deer, right? Up in Red Deer? Yes. Okay. So we're we're both uh, currently we go to school in Red Deer as well. So, if uh, I mean that's where we are at the moment. Yeah. Well, the two listeners of this podcast know that the past uh, Clint Clint was a fourteen year old uh, running around selling, making what'd you call it, making bank, making in, yeah, <laughs> tried in, making in, bank. <laughs> in grade seven or no? Was that grade nine? Grade nine around grade nine. You know, there's a, there's a movie, there was a song by um, Bare Ladies. They're a Canadian band. It's called uh, This Is Me in Grade 9. So I literally, next time, Clint, we're going to play that song in honor of you. This is me in grade 9, baby. But <laughs> let, let, first of all, before we jump in, let's let Pierre, Pierre introduce yourself because everybody knows Clint. He's the, the, the topic of this, uh, this podcast. Yeah. So I am a 17-year-old going to Notre Dame with Clint over here. And... Um, <laughs> uh hopefully i'll be going into something in uh the field of engineering and computer science nice. in the next hopefully the next uh fall and just hope for the best okay so you guys well see see let's go back because clint when i first introduced to clint he's just telling me his kind of backstory and you know literally the businesses and the, his business ventures and entrepreneurship so pierre when did you get involved with this uh, guy? Because I, I don't know. He's been a, he's been a running around selling things all over Red Deer for the last three years. When did you get involved with Clint? As a, in a business sense, in a business sense, um, we've actually been in we've actually been involved for a while now. <laughs> you're, for, the, you're a partner yeah. in crime that Clint hasn't mentioned, have you? No, he's never mentioned me, not once. <laughs> it's always him. <laughs> he's he's so, always in the limelight. Well, so Pierre, yeah. this is your turn to be in the limelight. So Pierre, I will let you introduce the topic today, or at least what we're going to talk about, and uh, why we're we're having what this is going to, why we're here today. So we're talking about today about the 
it's a new business idea that me and Clifford had. It actually all started with me about two years ago when I had, um, I really needed to, uh, to, tra- to take audio and convert it to text. And I had over a hundred hours of audio to do. And unfortunately, I could not find a service that would do it accurately yeah. and at a really affordable, reasonably reasonable price. And so, that's amazing. That's, yeah. this is, so, this was two years ago because, I mean, Fireflies comes to mind. I think there's a couple of others. There's probably several that do voice, voice to text or audio to text. So, this is pretty cool. So, you, you came across this dilemma when, when, when Clint was trying to make a, you know, sell some uh, drinks, soft drinks, and you're like, what? You're, Clint's trying to figure out how to sell the soft drinks, and you're like, dude, I need to convert to voice to text. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I, and so I, as like a little challenge to myself, because I really, I really enjoy like solving just my day-to-day problems with just simple code. So as a challenge to myself, I tried to code this and what do you know, I got it to work effortlessly, wow. actually. So what did you code in? What did you, co- what did you code in? So actually I coded this in uh, Python and yeah. actually the actual code, it's about a hundred lines of code. It's not much. Wow but it does so much because Python, see, as I understand, I'm not a coder or anything, but I understand that Python's used for machine learning, the artificial intelligence. So does that, what you're trying to do, does it use artificial intelligence, taking data to convert the text saying, I mean, maybe you could describe that because this is pretty cool. So in the future. Yeah, definitely. That, that would definitely be the ultimate goal that we do have like an integrated AI that will be able to, not only enhance the feedback given to the user, but also make the process faster and more user-friendly. Well, this is incredible. So literally, this is what kids do today. Don't you just, can't you just go play in the street, you know, play your games on the computer? I'm not a, I'm not a kind of, I'm not a <laughs> athletic person at all, actually. Yeah, this is amazing. No, but ser- ser- you know, the problems of a 14 year old, right? It's, it's incredible. You guys, so let's, Let's uh, let's deep dive now a little bit. So um, you started a bit. You talked to Clint Clintford over there and said, "Hey, you're the entrepreneur guy. How did you bring this? Is it a business now, or still in kind of planning stages?" Or yeah, like actually, if you don't mind me, Pierre. Like for Pierre, how I met Pierre, like we've been friends for a couple of years since middle school, but it wasn't just until like recently, around a year or six months ago, when we came up with this idea. But the thing is with Pierre, he I, I saw him with great potential as like a partner. And like every time we just like talk to each other, run run on like we'd see each other in school and say and just talk about software, we talk about businesses and hopefully just partnering up one day because his background is technically on the technical side. So he's been creating software, like he's been coding for a certain amount of time. And I'm said we complement each other really well. And hopefully if we do partner together, let's try to create something cool, meaningful and, and go from there. And then he had an idea and I liked it. And I said, if you want, we could venture together. I'll, we can offer each other a resourcefulness and work yeah. on this together. And then Pierre, you want to elaborate on that? How we wait, came about? wait, let's, let's take the Pierre. Let's take, when, when did you first Pierre? Were you like taking apart electronics iPads when you're young and you kind of had iPhone six and you're like this iPhone six it could be were you doing that kind of that kind of stuff when you were a kid? so 
I guess the really big starting point was when I was five. I'm from Egypt, and yeah. so my dad, he brought me a computer uh, home one day, and he had told me to take it apart. And I took it apart, and shockingly, at the age of five, I put it back together, and it still worked. So I, instead of listening to Humpty Dumpty in nursery songs saying how to put Humpty together again, it's like, how can yeah. you put this computer together again? Wow. Yeah, and I've continued that journey all throughout my life, replacing anything that I can fix myself. The screen on my phone, yeah. I've replaced it myself. The screen, the battery screens on all of my family's phones, I've replaced it myself. Uh, I've built my own computer. I've built hundreds of things, like even down to the tiniest thing, all by myself. All right, Clint, we're gonna get, we're gonna start a, an off series. It's gonna be called uh, Pierre's. Pierre's powers or something. I mean, this is amazing. Like Khalil's, maybe Khalil's computers. I don't know. Like it's literally, sorry, Clint, we need to start a second, second series with Pierre alone. Yeah. Pierre, Pierre's an amazing guy. Like how I met him. We, we like, he was just a hidden gem, honestly. And that's the reason why I wanted to partner up with him was to hopefully showcase his talents. Like yeah. I want him to maximize his full potential because he was doing amazing stuff. He was creating hardware like the, when I visited Pierre at his house for the first time, he just started showing me most of the gear he created. And the funny thing is with Pierre, like you said, he just, his background's not in sports and stuff, but he's he's a very athletic guy. And then that's how we kind of met like throughout middle school and then now in high school. But during that time, Pierre was just showing me most of the cool things he was creating. I'm like, how old were you when you were creating this hardware, this software? He was just pure just like a great developer now. he's an old it, man he's much older than you isn't he he's he's literally just lying not lying but he's exaggerating his age he's a much <laughs> older kid no that's great this is this is fantastic okay so you guys kind of get together what's do you want to share are you you you, you got to keep the secret and we're just going to talk in code here you know like while we're doing this business can you share some of the what the business title is the name of your business all right sounds good all right so how we came about the business and how we called the business. The whole conception at the start of the business was like, he created a basic, basic framework and we are still working on the business at the moment. But overall, how it started, it's just a pure transcription software that was created with only a few hundreds lines of code. It wasn't even too much code. While we're still developing, we're still in the development stages. We started off with just a basic algorithm with a, a piece of machine learning and maybe Pierre, you want to elaborate how you came about developing that and how, where we are with, and our name of the business. So right now regarding the name of the business, I think we are leaning towards uh, something along the lines of transcript AI. Okay. Okay. And uh, we don't know, might change, but I, I kind of came up with that one day and basically it's actually like any, and anybody that has looked at the code has been, this It does not look like it does this because it's extremely simple and easy to understand. And wow. all, all it is, is just taking in the audio. It does speech recognition on it. And then it outputs each chunk of speech recognition as text. Using Google, using Google's own framework that they offer for free. Isn't that incredible? Okay, so I mean that's open source, right? That's pretty much open source. Whatever Google's got, that's fantastic. So I'm, I'm literally, 
you just took me to one of my earlier podcasts uh, not too long ago with Sean Crump, and he is he's a quadriplegic, and so he's creating software. That's a very important part of his of, of his 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 business. It's called Included by Design. I think you guys. I mean, I'm just talking aloud here on the podcast for the two listeners, but literally, he he relies upon that because he has to have the voice. If you think of Stephen Hawking, right? I don't know if you guys know Stephen Hawking. The the some kind of I can't remember what he studied. Astrophysicist. Oh, yeah. Astrophysicist. Look, I, I wasn't know what his discipline was. Legend. I knew he did this micro macro uh, whatever was going on in space. But literally, yeah. St Stephen Hawking needed the voice, right? The voice recognition, changing that that that's incredible. So I just want to put that out there. But I what you're doing is is is, is incredible space because a couple of years ago when I first started listening to a guy called Gary V, I think I mentioned to Clint Gary Vaynerchuk, he was talking about how voice skills is the next level like artificial intelligence ar vr all that is is but voice ordering a pizza or ordering for clint to order the supplies for his uh you know for his grocery store business you know like <laughs> out of the, the truck like that's literally it get me a pizza alexa right Ale what's alexa gonna do get, alexa's get gonna pizza. go to the name the brand but that was sort of taking the two together alexa who is clint's cardio let's see what alexa <laughs> says uh, Alexa, who is Clint Cadio? Let's see. <laughs> it took Clint Eastwood. Thanks, Alexa. So it was Clint oh, wow. Eastwood. She didn't. Uh, she didn't. I wish. Clint Cadio. Okay. I I got off there a bit of a tangent there. So Pierre. So look, literally, you were you converted that text. Your first origin story was. I need to convert this to how many pages was it? 200 pages of text? Or what was it was it? actually like roughly a hundred hours worth of text. Okay. The total was, I think a thousand pages actually. Okay. And what was that for? Was that for a project at school or? This was, yeah, no, this was actually uh, a part of culmination between a project that I wanted to do and actually a school project that I had in need of this text that had uh, come from audio files that had an insane amount of research inside of them. I can see Google in my, in, you know, I literally see Google, you guys working with Google, maybe Pierre, Clint's going to be the marketing guy or whatever, the business yeah. guy, right? Because Pierre, what you're touched on, what you're touched on here is stuff like, there, you know, if you take, you know, if you ever go on a website, it says, you know, prove that you're human, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, I don't know who's, who, you know, the, the name the of that. Captcha. That, captcha, right? Then there's reCAPTCHA. Well, the early days they were digitizing, they were taking digital text, right? you know, uh, letters and alphabet words, right? And, and getting you as a, as a user to put it in. Now it's you get bridges and things like that. So this kind of stuff, you know, it's audio files are everywhere, right? Videos are everywhere. We're in a world of video. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I believe that audio is the, like, it's the essential part of life from making phone calls to having a meeting like we are right now yeah. to doing and to talking to your parents to anybody in your daily life and at any point that you can have just an uh text of what you were talking about and just yep. immediately recall the exact words i believe it's essential oh i think you mean it's incredible but i think first of all talk about your parents did you get your mom and dad's approval i need to get the pink slip I need to see the <laughs> approval from both of you so that we're allowed to have this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom, my mom just said yes. I think she approves. Green light. <laughs> we, like, we have to have both of your parents on at one point, right? To have to Clint to talk about him being an entrepreneur, you, Pierre, and your skills as a coder. I want to hear from your dad. 
and mom and you know shui shui arabi i want to hear a little bit of that as well and tatakalam uh, arabi <laughs> you don't even speak arabic pierre come on come pierre i think i think pierre his i think i don't know when he moved to canada but he he does still speak a little bit right pierre no i speak actually pretty almost fluent Okay, so you understood what I speak the really big words. Yeah, of course I did. You understood what yeah. I said. All I did was said you speak a little Arabic and yeah, you, yeah. I, I literally spent ten years in the Middle East and it's a, it's a shame. Wow. But literally for language, right? Amazing. So the language, if you think of the, you know, the the language, that's a huge part, right? Different languages. How many languages across the globe? Four hundred, five hundred, a thousand languages. I don't know how many there are, right? So, so actually, currently. Um, we have the software working for up to, I believe, uh, somewhere around 60 languages with around 70 dialects across Arabic, Spain, uh, all types of French, all types of Chinese, Japanese, any yeah. language with all of their dialects. We yeah. have it implemented into the system. You know, the Tower of Babel just didn't know where you, Pierre, the Tower of Babel, if you take the Bible story, right? There's even a move, there's like, this, people are looking at this Babel thing. There was um, some kind of digital art creating the Tower of Babel and digital art, yeah. I think, uh, you know. The, you know the, so you're into something very important, languages and communication globally. So Clint, do you want to join this discussion? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, this is amazing. Like, even with Pierre mentioning some of the features we have within our application like it wasn't until recently when we were consulting with different individuals we were getting as much feedback like we thought our idea was gonna click right away but we had some challenges as well like coming with the technical side while mentioning Pierre he wrote most of the frameworks the starting yeah. frameworks we had but going forward when we were doing our market research we saw our like there were some individuals in the space some companies who are doing something similar or who have done what we're doing yeah and it's it's really amazing how some other uh companies or some other other applications are doing something similar to us but we wanted to have a certain a unique proposition that would set us apart and one of the selling factors we would have would be like that multilingual uh, system that we were planning to implicate. But one time we were talking to one consultant uh, when we were in Calgary, because before we actually started school, we booked some meetings when to consult with other individuals. Like yeah. for us, we we wanted to see our legal, I mean, our legal side, we went to go deal with that. And as well, is with like what we have at the moment and what they were like one in the, one consultant was giving us advice on some certain demographics that could use our software and we didn't okay. we never even thought about that from which is five years old to when you first start talking three four years old all the way to when you before I literally you're from what i can see right you pierre mentioned i was taking apart computers when i was five he probably learned how to talk at three he read the manuals at four and by five he was pulling these things apart so the demographics are everyone and anyone and any language across Duolingo. It's the, the, the founder of Duolingo. Remember I mentioned that CAPTCHA earlier? He was the founder of that CAPTCHA thing because he, he was something he came across. He was working for Yahoo before he, Duolingo. And he, he literally, that, that eight seconds when someone's eight, waiting to, for the, the, the website to load, he came up, what can we do in that eight seconds? 
So everyone can use Duolingo, no matter what language you, you're visual, you can see it. Every, or not Duolingo, that CAPTCHA thing. So from that, Clint, I don't, I'm not here to tell the advisor he's wrong or right, but this and that, it's everything. You guys come, and from my point of view, listening to you speak, this you come from this perspective of, of young. You come with language skills. You both, Clint, you, I know for your, your history, your family, I think your mother and father probably speak Tagalog and other languages from the, the Philippines. Yes. There's probably 80, 90 languages. Many dialects from, right? from where I'm from. <laughs> I mean, the, the Arabic language. I remember being in Dubai learning, right? Learning, and it's like hamastash, hamastasher. If you think 15 or 15, it's like the same word. It depends if you're from Saudi or if you're from uh, Egypt, right? Yep. And so you're literally on some, in my view, my limited view, the two viewers I listen to, you know, this, this is a huge. So the world's your, you know, if you want to go one way or another, I think this is important. It's so important. So anyway, I'll stop there. But Clint, thank you for that uh, backdrop. So where are you? So you, th this was past summer. You said legal advice. What did the lawyers tell you? Maybe Pierre, from Pierre's perspective, then I'll get yours, Clint. What did the lawyers, what did the lawyers say to you? Um, so mainly what they said to me was that it's really important in the beginning stages, not to divulge, um, the okay. exact code, yeah. like how every exact thing works as a point from, uh, cause we were there mainly to seek, um, guidance for like my intellectual rights for the property. Yeah. Your IP. Okay. Yep. But you're using and, Google, which is free, open source. So you're yeah. using free property, then you're going to protect your what you're going to produce, and then you're going to send it out and go, I got to protect everything. You know what I mean? You've got a combination of free yep. and uh, your own proprietary technology, right? So, yeah, I understand. Yep. And so I actually, and so uh, we went there and they basically just told us exactly what to do. And they actually gave us some ideas for ways that we can protect ourselves and each other's connection to the business, to anything else that we have in the future. Okay. So is it money for IP? We'll do patent protections and things. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking here because. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, no, we actually haven't actually like. Okay. So the only, basically the only uh, security that we have on this currently is all the code is encrypted and backed up in a personal home server that I had built and it's under lock and key. There's no wireless connection to it. There's nothing. So it's an air gap. So it's called an air gap wallet or a, it's a cold yep. wallet. It's a hard wallet. It's a hard wallet or cold wallet. If you took the crypto terms, I don't know if, yep. you know, that <laughs> encryption. Yeah. I mean, so you probably learned a little bit about that as well. Right. Okay. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, Un unhinge anything or like I think this is incredibly important uh, I don't know what advice you know I don't really have advice to give you I think you've it sounds like you've gotten some pretty sage advice so Clint what did what did the lawyer say to you from a different perspective did you, did you get something different oh yes uh for sure when we both came in uh we they we they gave us some very great advice not just on intellectual property but moving forward if we if everything clicks and uh, we gain some sort of traction, they gave us advice on how to deal with uh, like equity in from there because we are just curious young and we don't know much. So the amount of wisdom that we were given was yeah. was re relentlessly. We were we were we were very grateful. 
because it wasn't just all about intellect i mean like all ip and just the technical legal advice it was about like actually starting a company and legally getting the right help and they were very helpful with that as well and they were our friend they were our friends from good lawyer they were nice of us yeah brett colvin brett colvin and the good lawyer guys were on my on they were friends of the pod if you talk about friends brett was on the podcast uh way back when so oh that's awesome i was gonna ask if it was good lawyer uh they're good they're good lawyers they're really good lawyers but yeah but it's a network across canada so i i think it's, it's important i don't know about cap table and people talk about cap tables and what you should watch out for you know I work with a company called Backers Network and, and they, they work on the, the crowdfunding. And the, the concept is to, you know, go to the people that understand your business, understand you and your community to raise funds. Um, I've been working with a lot of startups the past four years since I came from overseas and coming from Qatar and, and the Middle East. And so, you know, there's a big difference. I was a one dimensional and I, I, I laughed. I had a 20 year relationship with oil and gas and mining. And that was it. I've had the four year relationship with everything else so you know what you guys are into a space is very important um i think you sounds like you got some pretty good advice i i can't i'm not here to give that advice but i think wow there's a huge op- need for this what you're doing um yeah there's a huge need for people across new immigrants coming to calgary i just had a podcast with uh you know with professor della rosa up at the university of calgary and she does with she works with the new immigrants in calgary right so wow. Language is not always the first thing they come and they're like, they're struggling how to say this. I'm getting visas. There's a first level. You know, you've got new, their kids got to go to school. First level, another level. It's not just Duolingo. It's maybe, it's not, you know, it's maybe taking the text home and there's so much, it's, it's, in my view, it's ubiquitous. Like you said earlier, Pierre, meetings, people in a meeting, the nuances, you have a shareholders meeting, you have a business meeting, you have, a contract negotiation and over, you know, the recording of that is someone going to sit there and type it all up or they're going to use your software to convert it. So anyway, I, I, I've rambled on a bit, but guys, this is fun. This is so fun. This is so cool. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that we actually started this as early as, uh, as like around three, six months ago. Cause yeah. honestly, when I reached out to Pierre, we, we, we just had like ideas and, I reached out and said, Hey, like, do you ever want to start uh, something together? It would be a project. And then hopefully maybe one day like pursue a startup. And I said, and he, he was like out there, he was, he was really busy with school. And so was I, but it wasn't until recently, just before the summer, we, we were committed. And I told him this is, this is great. We should just start now and go from there. And then if, if things don't go our way, you just learn from it and just keep pushing and learn from everything from everyone we meet and then from the mistakes we make and just yeah. keep going forward because we love what we do. And then other than that, we, we wanted to emphasize a lot on the impact our software would make. Like, even though we, we thought our idea was pretty cool, we wanted to really diverge and just reflect on different topics that we didn't know who our actual target demographics were, who's going to use our actual software and that's where we as entrepreneurs or like uh, tech founders, we just want to mature a little bit and keep thinking, moving forward, just keep developing new things. But other than that, it's, so far we're research and development, which is. So, so Pierre, let's, I mean, so Pierre, it comes, something's come to mind is, you know, I had a discussion the other day, are you using AWS? I literally had this, just, oh yeah, we got AWS credits. I had a discussion. 
did they are you working with AWS back for the back the cloud or um or the back so off, the back end? I, I had worked with AWS for a bit for the back end, but I've actually found that it was actually much easier for me to create my own back end to create actually on my own. And yeah. I actually found it much more reliable for me and much faster. And it's much more. Uh, so this is your storage on your own yeah. computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on but I yeah, but I do have it uh, set up like an AWS server yeah. where you would just put your information in. It's incredible. So, so the other uh, the other side of it then is the front end. You haven't really developed front end because I'm just I've, some of the coders I've had on my podcast are talking. Yeah, we use Chrome extensions because some of that stuff is free, right? I don't know. I, I, I have no clue what the Chrome extension does. I've heard of you know certain, obviously WordPress and HTML and CSS script and. But is there anything? No, you want to <laughs> no. I uh, I actually um, so when we were talking about how we're going to release this. We're currently talking about releasing it as a web app. And actually, uh, hopefully, it will be available by the end of December. And actually, we're not going to use any sort of like uh, website creator. We'll be developing the website ourselves, yeah. Yeah. creating the code, creating everything, creating the server that it will be on, creating down to the, down to the bone. So one thing I've learned and just working, not we learn, but we're working with a lot of startups. Like there's this last week was four days of, um, it's called new chip accelerator. And I think to get into that, you, I think you have to pay like $5,000, but as a startup, but the, the, the founders, and there's a consistent thing I've worked, not worked with, but I've watched a lot of startup. And I know startup team T that Clint, you were, you had spoken up there. I've watched a lot of founders present and I've listened to a lot of venture capital companies come back and say to almost to a T, everyone says, they say, once you get traction, once you get community, once you get people using and testing your app or your, you know, and, and so I know a lot of companies, a lot of startups, they try to build the hype up. And I, I, I talk to a lot of people. Great. Document. Talk to people that show video. I mean, this is the thing I've learned is showing, showing your work. And you, as a coder peer, you'd understand that documentation is very important, right? So you, you document whatever those hash, the slash slash or whatever, when you do a document versus the actual code, right? And uh, so, you know, it's that that's getting people to use it, whether it's, and I would start with your family and friends. The whole Red Deer should know, every, the whole Red Deer, and maybe there's your community, maybe they should, the whole Red Deer will invest in this uh, because it's a Red Deer basis, right? I'm not saying they should be your investors, but that to me, that community is probably very homogeneous. There's a lot of oil and gas people and, and embedded Canadians like myself, but then there's a lot of new immigrants. I know a lot myself personally, yeah. um, and you two are included now uh, in that sort of that community of people settled in Red Deer, settled in Calgary, settled across Canada. That's your to me. That's your community of users. You build that up, and then you say, "Hey, we've got a thousand people have tried, tested and tried it. A thousand hours. How many hours have tested? You mentioned <laughs> two hundred hours of uh, text. Well, two hundred hours of people times two hundred people. That's four hundred. 4,000, is it 4,000, something like that? You know, like, depend, you just scale that up. That's 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 so true, because even, yeah, like you said here, Red Deer, Calgary, it's very, it's like the diversification is, is it's growing every year, which is, which is great. And having, like, we actually wanted to try it out once we have our interface set up, 
the first place where we want to try out our software was going to be either at our high school yep. and then at our at this clinic pier you want to elaborate on that one as well and so actually this was an idea given to us by one of the um, consultants that we met up with in Calgary. He gave us the idea that this would actually be really useful in a doctor setting where you have a patient that's not, that doesn't speak perfect English yeah. and they would like, and most people that go into the doctors are going in alone. And sometimes it's hard to remember everything that the doctor is saying when you're just oh, alone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's my wife, just for me, my wife says, did you ask about this or ask about that? Yes. I used Clint's app. I used Pierre's app. Yes. Right. You can yeah. hear it. But I think that is important. And it's, it's important with the teacher having the communication with the parents. It's important with the, you know, the mother. And the, the, if there's a mother doesn't speak the language, you know what I mean? Like the mother or father don't speak the language and you immigrants. I think there's widespread Harry Hayes building here in Calgary. I don't know if it was called in red deer, but three years ago, I was, I, I was a new immigrant to Calgary. I mentioned this the other day. I said, I was a new immigrant, but that there was a whole hodgepodge of other new Canadians. I was a new immigrant in the, in the literal sense. I was because I'd been away for so long, but you could hear the languages that were being spoken. You could hear the dialogue and the people go up to the booth and then they bring the sun up or the dad or the mother to, can you, can you help translate that? Right. That interaction, it's not just the doctor's office. It's everywhere in, on the streets of Red Deer <laughs> streets of Calgary. So. Yeah. Like that, that, that is how, like we didn't even realize at the start that that's how big the whole project was like who, who could use our actual software. And we were amazed. And like, even with the feedback you're giving out and it's very, very insightful and very helpful for us going forward, having that vision on what to do. Uh, Guys, this has been, this is amazing. So is there, I, I could probably talk all day on this, but I want to, you know, I, I realize you're kind of still in the planning stages, but look, is there anything I'll let you both have last words here and then we can, we can, we can finish off. But uh, Pierre, any last words that you want to share? Um, I, no, not really. I've been really, actually really, really enjoyed this meeting and it's actually given me a good sense about how rich and how feasible the, hopefully this product will become one day and how usable it will be in everyday life. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, for me, so you can get the, the wows of the Google and the, you know, the Googles and the Microsofts and all that, but really build this thing from, as you're building it today. Uh, and you saw the use case for yourself. If you if you could, if you go to Y Combinator, the only the one that they have many resources on their on their website. Michael Siebel does one. It's called uh, Creating MVP. But he starts before he talks about creating MVP or minimum viable product. Minimum viable viable product. He says you have to you have to solve a pain point. You've done that, Pierre. You did that when you said I got two hundred hours of text. I want to convert or of audio. So I mean you're on important. But Google Y, y comment, I can also share some of that stuff with you guys because it's incredible stuff for founders and so forth. Clint, Absolutely. any last words for uh, from Clint's Chronicles today? All right, for sure. Yeah, like uh, this has been an amazing opportunity for us to just able to get our foot in the door and then let people know that we are uh, doing things like this. Because the fact that this wasn't even, I mean, for us, this was just what we thought when we started this was going to be a lily pad for future projects like we're pivoting we're changing and we're evolving but the thing is is that we had even 
better we thought we had better greater ideas and we want to pursue that going forward so for this we just want to hopefully see where our project goes and hopefully if if it changes and if it doesn't then hopefully it will be greater and much better things for the future but other than that it's it's been a pleasure for having us again on the podcast Alex. well i this i i enjoy this dialogue for one but the when you mentioned there about it, it sounds like an incubator you have ideas push this get this thing you know push the code right i don't know pierre if you're pushing your code or where you're you know it sounds like you're not using github but i've heard that term oh they need to you know you need to push the code right so so that someone else can see it so it sounds like pierre's got his code and since checking it i, I get that i mean the the crypto thing it, it's got me you know last three four years just working around blockchain crypto that sense of keeping things you know private yet also you want to share there's a certain point you need to share it so, so you guys will figure that out and as you go um clint and pierre this has been fantastic transcript ai we will uh, i think that's our label transcript <laughs> transcript ai we won't go anything else um that's our that's our topic for today awesome yeah, yeah. sounds good thank you so much Alan. and pierre i'll expect to see the transcript from this uh audio discussion and due course <laughs> in my the sure. file you will send me over the file sure i can actually 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 we, we we can do like a test run because yep. literally the thing is like when you run the code it sends an actual okay. full transcript directly to your email we're going to do this so uh, so the firefly one i mentioned earlier it does it does attach you have to use it through zoom and it has to be part of the meeting and it's really weird it's like this there's this thing there it's like they're part of the meeting right yeah. But uh, the code, you mentioned it earlier, Pierre, and that, that took me to that. I'm like, gosh, it'll take me forever to, to make sense of what that just, the garbly goop that it sent. Yeah. So we'll test that. I'll send you the code. I'll, not the code. I'll send you the underlying files, Clint and uh, Pierre, and we'll go from there, guys. Thanks for thanks for joining me today. Awesome. Thanks for having Thank us. You, Thank My you. My pleasure. Have a good day. Yeah, Cheers. you too. Thank you. Cheers.